Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso. I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Thanks for jumping on with us today. It seems like, man, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, how we should live and make decisions. Well, when even the experts sound convincing, but they disagree, how do we then cut through the noise? Well, when information overload leaves us frustrated, we don't even know how to sift through it all, and then we have to choose what governs our lives. Well, our leadership here at Grace has been processing and praying about these things, and we want to offer a resource to help us all navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. And that leads us to today. Jeffrey, how are we doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good myself. The snow's coming down. It's feeling a little it's bit like Christmas. Outside, it it yeah. does feel pretty outside. It I takes agree. the when you live in perpetual dusk. <laughs> when, when, when it finally snows, it's nice, actually. I like it, it is. Brightens things up from the ground up. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Well, as we uh, talk a little bit about the year changing, right? Like, yeah. a matter of fact, uh, Jeff, I know in one of our last meetings, we were talking about how a lot of people have a lot of hope in that ding-dong of December 31st yeah. at midnight into January 1st, and we kind of hope the whole new year is something new. Um, and it seems like every year, maybe this year more than ever, there's a lot of us that want the next year to be better, right? Yep. And we set goals and we try to do things. And there's always so much chatter about trying harder, doing better, getting our act together, finally getting into shape, whatever it might be. And then you couple that with like goal setting. I'm going to make these things happen. We can really ramp ourselves up. We can really overwhelm ourselves when it comes to this yeah. time of year. Yeah, yeah. So how do we navigate that balance? How much of this New Year's resolution, goal-setting type of mentality, how much of it's up to God and how much of it's up to us? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. I think we all wrestle with it because I, I – you know, I think there's way too much pressure on January 1st. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I do not think the world's going to be a, a – the world that we go to bed with on uh, the 31st of December is the one we're going to wake up with on January. So <laughs> I think we need to be careful about that. But I I am a person who really uh, loves goals, and I love finish lines. Mm-hmm. And so um, every finish line is also a starting line, right? Yeah. So they, they serve a dual purpose. And uh, I think the idea that – there there's there's something that we have survived and that that we are going into an uptick in 2021 is is a a good outlook and and a positive one and that's the new year's vibe we've all set re- resolutions and we've all set goals in the new year and we've all spent 3 or 4 weeks on them and then forgot what they are you know <laughs> those kind of things so um i think the balance is what you put your hope in Right. So I personally, when I set goals, I have big, uh, big, big goals in my life that are going to take a lifetime to pursue. And so um, I am a guy who sat down and when I was uh, 32, wrote up a 50 year plan for my life. He's not kidding, folks. I'm not kidding. So <laughs> so some people are like, that's the greatest idea ever. And some people are like, oh, I can't believe what a nerd you are, right? And that my Heidi would be in the second category of I think you're a nerd. Uh, so for me, my, my uh, mind works in a linear fashion. And so it's always moving forward. And going backwards isn't an option. Staying still isn't an option. 
the size of step I take forward is an option, mm. right? And so I, years ago, I read this principle of the 20-mile march, and it's, uh, it's out of a Jim, Jim Collins leadership book, and, and he gives the example. I think they were headed to the North Pole. Maybe it was the South, one of them. And there were two teams of uh, people that wanted to be there first. And so they all pre-planned. They all preloaded. Uh, one team would get up, and if the weather was great, they would go 40 miles. If the weather was bad, they wouldn't go at all. The other team would get up, and they would go 20 miles regardless. Mm. And the team that did the steady 20-mile march is the team that got to the North Pole. The other team actually kind of crashed and burned because they would overdo it mm. on certain days with the thought that they would catch up, Right. And if it will just catch it up, and of course that that's not possible to do. So I think goals that are in the twenty mile march category are realistic goals. Sure. And looking and saying, um, you know, I'm going to go to the gym every day for the next year. It's like, no, you're not. Everybody knows that's not <laughs> true, right? Um, but looking and saying, over the next year, um, I'm going to change this month one, this month two, this month three. Um, I think those are realistic goals that really can put you in a different place uh, a year from now. Sure. Now, what I would say is uh, we do that with our health a lot, and mostly that's because we feel shame for the way we ate over the holidays. Um, We do that with uh, uh, our finances and stuff like that. I would really do that spiritually. Hmm. And so – I think, you know, it, it was fascinating. There was an article that came out. Gallup did a, a, a survey nationally, and they were surveying people's mental health. This is about a month old. Uh, they're surveying people's mental health, and they found that there's one category of people whose mental health did not decline through all of COVID. Hmm. And that category is people who regularly attended church services. No kidding. Yep, only cat- only category where there was not a decline and even an improvement. Wow. If you regularly attended church services. So a goal like that where you looked and said, "We're I'm going to make it my goal to attend church 3 out of the 4 weekends of a of a normal month." Yeah. Um I'm going to make it my goal to have my kids uh, at church 3 of the 4 weeks, youth group, power kids stuff of a normal month. Uh, We're going to make it our goal to attend our life group three out of the four weekends. That is actually a very doable goal. That is going to lead to a a habit change, a lifestyle change, and it's going to put you in a different place spiritually a year from now. Yeah. See, I'm going to read through my Bible. I'm like, if you can do it, do it. Um, but that's that's a a, a hairy goal for mm-hmm. most people, and I'm like, I, guys, I, I love you, but if you can't come to church, you're not going to read your Bible. Sure, you, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like we, I think we should always up our goals. I think we should always push ourselves. But I think the balance is let's find something manageable that's regular, uh, that's not a kick that we're on. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I say. Um, you know, I'm never going to eat sugar again. Yeah, you are. I mean, you just are. I mean, I don't want to be a defeatist, but you're wrong. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. So I, I encourage people to go down that route. And that's what I try to do with my 
my goals, and uh, I try to do that as an organizational leader. You know, I have mm-hmm. um, uh, I have two organizations that I lead. Uh, between the two of them, I have over 200 employees. You know, and so as just as an organizational leader, like that steady march is really what gets the job done over time. Yeah, it's really good, and I like what you said even there about the Bible. It's just, you know, if you're not in the Bible hardly at all right now, and then you try to take, well, I want to read it a half hour every day. It's just no no life habits shift that hard, that fast. And then you crash and burn. You feel guilt. You feel the shame. You feel like, wow, I guess I can't yep. do this. Then you feel like a failure. And it's like, no, just get that 20-mile rhythm. Get in the Bible some most of the time. If you, <laughs> if you could do something as simple as on your commute, you're going to listen to the Bible. Sure. Right, it's it's in the rhythm of life. It's not an addition. I think this is another big thing with with goals. I think in order to achieve most goals, you have to subtract and add simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing this on my commute, I'm going to do this. Right, and and I think we we live very very full lives. None of us have a ton of bandwidth for things. Uh, so I think that exchange is a critical thing, and it, it's the stuff that winds up working. Now, Jeff, that's this is super good and super practical, and I think uh, many of us will do uh, better for kind of shifting things as we look into the new year here. But some of us have this mindset, especially with these spiritual goals, that like, I have to do this or God's going to be disappointed in me, or I, I must uh, do this if I'm finally going to get right with God. Like, how much of these types of goals is us, we just got to, like, push, 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 try harder, try harder, try harder, versus something else, right? Like, what what is it that God might be calling to that's not simply, we'll just keep working at it? Yeah, so there, there's a big difference between a goal of spiritual growth and a sin that is spiritual rebellion. Mm. And so when God's talking about sin, he speaks of that in terms of amputation. If your right eye offends, you cut it off. Your right hand offends, you cut it off, right? So if you're in sin, you need you need to address that immediately and completely, mm. right? So everything from... Um, I'm rebelling against God with my attitude. I would repent of that sin all the way to, um, you know, I know I have an addiction. Well, step one is admitting that you have an addiction. Like <laughs> that's confessing your sin. Yep. So when we're talking about sin issues, uh, we're talking about radical and complete decisions. When we're talking about lifestyle changes, uh, that's more along the lines of like Philippians 3.14 of like pressing on toward the goal. So pressing on is not achieving. Mm-hmm. It's moving toward, right? Yeah. So if I said, um, if I go home and I um, refuse to spend time with my kids and when I do, I, I F-bomb them and tell them to get out of the room, I need to stop that and repent of that. Yeah. If I said... I need to step up and be the spiritual leader of my home. Okay, well, let's make that a goal that we press on toward. Because if you go home and announce we're having a two-hour devotional every night, first of all, you're not going to do it. And then secondly, your kids aren't going to pay attention. And third, nobody's going to know what's going on with you. Right. Right? But if you said, I'm going to make a spiritual decision 
and my goal is simply to pray with my children before they go to bed. Mm. Right? Yep. It could be as something as I'm going to lead in prayer at a dinner table. I'm going to, uh, uh, when my wife tells me she had a terrible day or she's dreading her day, I'm going to stop and pray for her. And she'll look at you funny because you've never done that before. But it's manageable. It's not. It, it, it's something that's achievable. A lot of times, when when we think about these goals spiritually, spiritual goals often involve other people. Mm-hmm. And so, when we come home and and say, um, uh, you know, we're going to church five times a week. Well, they have. That's not their goal, <laughs> right, right? Right. So suddenly, you've disrupted their lives. When that's different than saying, um, I want to make going to church as an example. I, I don't want to elevate that goal too highly, but uh, going to church, I want to make that uh, my goal. Sweetheart, would you make that a goal with me? Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm going to do it. Are you okay if I do it? Yep. Right? If you have little kids, they'll come with you. If you have teenagers, you probably have to talk to them about it. So so those are different things, mm-hmm. right? Sin, you cut off. Yep. Goals you press on toward the mark, you know, and and uh, and that's going to be more of a process. Yeah, I I love uh, that mindset and that passage you brought up in Philippians three. Right before he says, like, how do I press on toward that? He says, well, here's one thing I do. I forget what lies behind. I know a lot of times uh, when I get uh, stuck in bad habits, a lot of times you ride the wave of that bad habit. You're like, well, I haven't been eating right for a couple of weeks, so who cares what I eat for lunch right now? Yeah. And you have one more bad decision, whereas God is actually calling us, like you said, pressing on toward him, where it's like, forget what lies behind. Like, press on. Yeah. You know, it's okay if you've messed up for the last one week, three years, the rest of your, you know, the earlier part of your life. Like, forget that. God redeems that. Now start pressing on toward him. Yep. And, and I th- I think what you're saying, Joe, is so true. Like, we, we will go so far down into a bad habit kind of rabbit hole that now we feel stuck in there. Mm-hmm. I, I One time I read an article, and uh, they said in the article, I was trying to lose weight. You know, I'm always trying to lose some weight. <laughs> and uh, they said, you shouldn't weigh yourself every day. You should only weigh yourself once a week. And so I tried that. That's terrible advice. It's ter- I don't know who wrote this article, but they should have their they they should be banned from all gymnasiums. Revoked. Yeah, because what happens is I get to the end of the week, and I, I'm the kind of guy I'm like, oh, I put on five pounds. Didn't know it, right? I weigh myself every every night and every morning because it's a lot easier to adjust from a one pound gain than a five pound than a ten pound. Sure, right. I, I want my eye on that constantly because this, the the pain of correction is so much uh, less. I like finances are that way. Like the pain of getting I overspent my hundred bucks is a lot different than the pain of I overspent my ten thousand dollars. Sure right? is, yeah. And so we don't catch it. The same thing is true spiritually, right? The 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 pain of uh, I didn't spend time in God's word. The pain of I gift in my parenting, my leadership, that that one ding is so much easier to correct than, you know, I said I was going to do it and I'm five weeks in. And that's what I mean by that manageable stuff. I'm, I'm looking, I'm saying, the, this is my priority for, for the, the year. Mm-hmm. 
those priorities, um, they need to be built out in such a way that they're not legalistic. They're relational. Right. My goal this year is to be in a different position spiritually with my family than I was last year. Okay, how are we going to do that? Well, let's try something for a week. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, let's try something else for a week. Like we can pursue that goal with six different habits and six, six different tendencies without sacrificing the goal. You know, you and I experienced that this week or this year with uh, COVID here at Grace. Mm-hmm. We had some big discipleship goals this year. Yes, we did. We never changed our goals. Mm-hmm. We changed our trajectory of attack. Yep. You know, and and now we're at the end of the year. We're like, we're not going to hit our numbers, obviously, that (laughs) that we had set, because numbers are good to measure things, because numbers measure effort. But I'm like, we still achieved a lot of that goal. We just did it differently and not on the scale that we thought we were going to do it. Right. But the pressing on Mm -hmm. is the thing that that we just refuse to quit doing. Yeah, I— some of what you're saying reminds me of uh, what my football coach actually used to tell me in college. He said, um, he says, every day you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Every day you're either growing or you're dying. And I think that that's um, when you talked about getting on the scale every day, you know, it's not so much because you're judging yourself every day. It's just what I need to keep how how much do I need to keep stepping forward? And if you stop paying attention to the days where you're uh, gaining weight, then you're going to find yourself in trouble. If you stop paying attention to the fact that, yeah, I missed the Bible today or yesterday or for the last three days, the more you stop paying attention to it, you find yourself in those in those places where God will still work with you and he'll still redeem you, but you find yourself in a much worse off spot than you were before. That's right. You, you don't have to be obsessed with your body to keep an eye on the scale. Right. Right. All that scale is telling you is what adjustments do I need to make. I'm, I'm not obsessed with my money because I watch my savings account. Sure. All all that's happening is I just know, you know, do I need to say yes or no to myself, you know, to, to do that. And the same thing's true spiritually. It, it, I don't want us to set legalistic goals. I want us to set relational goals, you know. Um, I remember a couple years ago uh, I asked Heidi uh, – uh, who is a textbook Enneagram 7, if you're familiar with the Enneagram. <laughs> so loves to have fun. I said, what do you want for Christmas? And she looked at me. She said, adventure. That sounds like Heidi. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I knew what she meant. So I uh, I programmed or scheduled four trips throughout the year once a quarter for her. Hmm. Right? Now, I didn't set up the details of this of the trip i didn't i didn't lay out every and i didn't beat myself up when we adjusted the things because the goal was not land this on this day the goal was uh express love to my wife by taking her on the stuff that she loves to do and be a part of it yeah i also didn't send her out of town by herself right Right, because the goal was I wanted to be at the end of the year having a stronger, healthier marriage than I had at the beginning of the year. Right, so I think that I think thinking in those terms, then you're really just reverse engineering. You're putting a back off schedule on it, um, but getting out of the um, I am not gonna you know cuss. I am not gonna. I'm like. I'm not saying that's a terrible goal. I'm saying, aren't aren't you? Not even in your mind? Like, (laughs) mm. 
is there a is there a higher thing mm-hmm. that involves becoming like Christ as opposed to doing these very specific actions? Right, and I think that um, what you're explaining there, and I I love uh, <clears throat> that's such good stuff with you and Heidi. Is God's not coming to us with a clipboard? Did you do these things or right. not? He's asking us like, hey, how about you and I? We get a little bit closer this year. Yeah. And that, that's what he's asking. Let's you know? enjoy each other. Let's hang out. Yeah. Right. And so when we think about some of these spiritual disciplines that could become goals, uh, these are not, uh, you better get the tasks accomplished. They are God simply, if you feel that, matter of fact, if you feel that nudge, that's God asking you, hey, yeah. I want to be closer to you. Uh, and I think uh, we want to be closer to him. I've always enjoyed um, this verse. It's, I think it's becoming if uh, my, one of my life verses, which is, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will yeah. be given to you as well. It's Matthew 6, 33. Um, and it's just this idea that if we go after him and we understand that it's this relational thing, he starts to backfill, like you're going to want the disciplines, you're going to find yourself growing consistently, and you'll see some of these small 20-mile uh, by 20-mile gains start to show up in your life because you're focused on him first. Yeah, I love it. And and I would set those goals. I'd have two or three, not mm-hmm. five or six. Yeah. And, and then I would attack them with grit. Yeah. You know, because you're going to wake up some days and it's going to be beautiful and sunny and easy peasy. And then there's other days you're going to be walking through a blizzard. Yep. You know, um, but I think that forward progress is uh, is what you're really looking for. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks, guys, for catching in here. Jeff, thanks for helping us walk through this. It's a time where so many of us are thinking about goals and trying to think about uh, how do we press on and move forward. This is uh, something that we can always talk about together on this podcast, and if you have specific questions of how to navigate life or how to navigate all the advertisements and messages that come our way on a day-to-day basis, you can always hop on our website at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages and submit your question, and we'll be getting to those here in the coming months and throughout the year. If there's ways that we can help you take unique next steps, we'd love to do that. You can always reach out to us. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, to our social media, follow us, send us a direct message, and we'd love to help you take those unique steps as you journey uh, toward Christ as well. Feel free to join us on the weekend. If you're here in town, you want to join us in person, you can always do that, or you can always follow us and join us online as well. As we wrap up here today, thank you so much for joining us as we continue to seek God's voice through all of the mixed messages around us. We'll see you later. Happy New Year.